This Money Wise podcast is underwritten in part by the National Christian Foundation, helping people create a giving strategy based on biblical principles so they can be wise stewards of all they have and experience the joy of greater generosity. Do you have a giving strategy? Make the most of what God has given you at ncfgiving.org. Whether you're good at handling money or you could use some help, the next several minutes will be very important to you. Hi, I'm Rob West. As followers of Christ, we're called to be good stewards, to manage God's resources well, but we're also called to help those in need. Today, I'll talk with Art Rayner about a new program that addresses both, and then it's on to your calls and questions at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is Money Wise, biblical wisdom for your financial journey. Well, we're particularly excited to have Money Wise contributor Art Rayner with us today. Art not only provides excellent articles on biblical finance to our online community, he's also heading up a brand new way for folks to give and get help with managing money. Art, great to have you back with us. Rob, it is always a pleasure to join you. Thank you for having me. Well, I am so excited about this art. What we're talking about is your brand new program, the Certified Christian Financial Counselor. So let's start with the definition, Art. What exactly is that? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So a Certified Christian Financial Counselor helps individuals and couples pursue God's design for money. So practically speaking, they guide individuals and couples in making uh, sound financial habits, uh, helping them make wise financial decisions, and help them to increase their biblical and financial literacy. So there's an educational component there. And they have received their certification by passing the Certified Christian Financial Counselor exam. And all of this is housed under the Institute for Christian Financial Health. Mm, Well, I know this has been something you've been talking about, praying about for a long time. You and I have been discussing the significant need that exists for uh, something like this, a certification, and I'm so excited to announce that it's now out and available. Give us a sense of what sort of help uh, these counselors can give folks who are struggling with their finances. Yeah, that's a that's another really good good question. So Christian financial counselors can help people set and obtain financial goals, increase their generosity, create and maintain a budget, get out of debt, you know, build an emergency fund. They discuss what the Bible says about stewardship and other topics related to to money. They can help individuals and couples understand net worth, improve their credit score, and hopefully maintain an eternal perspective on on money. Mm, I love it. And it really does uh, a bit of a deep dive in the whole counseling space as well, Art. So they're really equipped to navigate these issues in that way, right? And that's that's absolutely right. Uh, they have gone through a program that um, is, is incredibly rigorous and have passed, once again, that final examination that demonstrates that they know what they're talking about as it relates to personal finances. And so those who have been certified through this program are people that you can that you can trust. Uh, there's some yeah. type of seal of approval on their, their their knowledge base. Yeah, that's really important. Now, obviously, many in our listening audience are interested in this space. Are, what are some of the signs a person should seek out a Christian financial counselor? 
Yeah, and, and there certainly is a need out there. You know that well. I know that well. Uh, first of all, if you feel like your finances are out of control, uh, you feel like there's no direction in your finances, there's disorganization, it stresses you out, and you know that something must change. You can't continue doing what you're doing. A financial, a Christian financial counselor can help you make sense of that mess, and they can help you develop financial goals and organize your, your finances. Uh, another sign that you may need a Christian financial counselor is that you don't have any idea what step to take next. It feels like you are financially just existing. And so if that's you, then once again, a Christian financial counselor can look at your current financial situation and suggest some wise, biblically-based next steps for you to take. Third, you are regularly arguing about money with your spouse, um, which we know that that is, is unfortunately fairly common. Money is a is often a stressful topic for married couples. You know, God designed married couples to operate as one, even in their finances. And so if money yeah. is not a point of unity, but a point of division, a Christian financial counselor can provide guidance in that area as well. Excellent. Well, I know there's a few more triggers, perhaps, that our audience should be thinking about as they consider whether they need a Christian financial counselor. We'll do a deeper dive into what this is all about, and perhaps if it's a good fit for you, Art Rayner, MoneyWise contributor and founder of Christian Money Solutions. Much more to come on the broadcast just around the corner, and then on to your questions at 800-525-7000. Stick around. Do you ever feel stressed or anxious about money? If so, that's normal. But you don't have to accept that. You can find peace of mind and financial security. Learn how with the 31-day devotional, Money Seeking God's Wisdom. You'll find powerful scripture and practical exercises for spiritual and financial growth. You can request your copy with a gift of any amount. Would you consider a monthly or one-time gift by December 31st? Just visit moneywise.org give. Do you feel like your hands are tied with debt, preventing you from serving God? If you have credit card debt, Christian credit counselors can help. Through our debt management program, we can get you out of credit card debt about 80% faster while honoring your debt in full. For more information on how Christian credit counselors can help, visit ChristianCreditCounselors.org. That's ChristianCreditCounselors.org. Or call 800-557-1985. 800-557-1985. Delighted to have you with us today on MoneyWise. I'm Rob West, your host. This is where we apply the wisdom from God's Word to your financial decisions and choices. Today, we're talking with our good friend, Art Rayner. Art is a MoneyWise contributor. He's also the founder of Christian Money Solutions. And we're talking today about a brand new program, the Certified Christian Financial Counselor. Uh, This is an individual who helps uh, individuals and couples discover and pursue God's design for their money. And Art, just before the break, you were saying that someone who potentially should seek out a Christian financial counselor would be someone who feels like their finances are out of control, or perhaps they just don't know what next step to take financially, or they find themselves regularly arguing about money with their spouse. Uh, Any others? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this one's fairly common. You don't know what you don't know. So you acknowledge mm. that that you know very little about money. And maybe this has caused you to make some regretful 
decisions in the past. And you need someone to take a look at your financial situation and educate you on what decisions you should make and what decisions align with Scripture. And then fifth, you need accountability. And this is one that I see on a regular basis. You know what you should do, but this knowledge does not always lead to the right action. So you're still tempted to spend money that you should save. You have difficulty following your budget. You still give out of your leftovers. You still add to that credit card balance every single month. And so regular meetings with a certified Christian financial counselor can create accountability around your your finances. And I've, I've seen that one occur quite a bit. Yeah, very good. Art, let's talk about where the certified Christian financial counselor ends and a certified kingdom advisor begins, because in many cases, folks may need a counselor because they're not ready for professional financial advice. And then perhaps there's a handoff down the road. What would you say to that? Without question, there's a great relationship between a certified Christian financial counselor and a kingdom advisor. So a certified Christian financial counselor can help with the budget, can help provide a plan to help uh, the individual pay off debt. Yeah. But at some point, you're going to need to start talking retirement, investments, some of those specific financial decisions that are really geared toward a kingdom advisor. So at some point, there needs to be a handoff from a Christian financial counselor to a to a kingdom advisor. All right. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So these really are two pieces of the puzzle to help you be a good steward of what God has entrusted to you, each with their own role in assisting you. Now, Art, what if someone is a little reluctant to share personal information with a Christian financial counselor? This is obviously a big concern these days as folks think about privacy. Uh, how would you react to that? Well, every certified Christian financial counselor should have some type of privacy policy to provide a client or an individual or a or a couple before the meeting starts. So the privacy policy should be laid out and it should be explained how they are going to protect the individual's or couple's financial information, because you're absolutely right. That is very important information and they must handle it with care. Yeah, very good. Uh, now, obviously, some of the issues that you mentioned that would be a trigger for a need for this type of counselor include uh, arguments with their spouse, include uh, quite a bit of debt. I mean, these can be embarrassing to talk about. Perhaps you have some regrets about decisions you've made that got you to this point. How would you say they should expect to be treated uh, in light of some of these financial problems? Well, the Certified Christian Financial Counselor is passionate about helping people discover and pursue God's design for money. And, and so they operate through a Christian worldview. And so Galatians 6, 2 certainly applies, you know, bear one another's burden and so fulfill the, the law. And so they are going to approach the conversation with sig- a significant amount of, of empathy, care, and hope as well to point them toward toward something greater. And so they are on that individual's or couple's side. They were trying to help them experience God's design for, for money. Yeah, and that's really encouraging. And I know it will be for a lot of folks who are sensing a need for this and maybe a little hesitant to reach out. Perhaps they'll take the next step. Now, as we talk about this, I can't help but think that there are some in our audience who are passionate about this topic. They feel called to this space and they might be interested in becoming one of these certified Christian financial counselors. So uh, why don't you share who would be a good candidate for earning this certification? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Let me first tell you who is not a good candidate. So okay. this program is not best for those with little to no understanding of money management or personal finances. This is not the program that's going to help you get out of debt. It's the program to help you, to help others get out of, of debt. Yeah, and yeah. so this particular program prepares individuals at, for the, the Certified Christian Financial Counselor exam and is for those with a passion who desire to help others manage money in a way that leads to financial health and ultimately glorifies God. And so the ideal candidate for this program already has a broad-based knowledge of personal finances. Yeah, very good. And that's so important to understand. Now, pastors often meet with people who have financial struggles, or maybe their church has a benevolence ministry that helps people in this situation. Uh, How could a Christian financial counselor actually benefit and work alongside the pastor in the local church? Well, I would love to see every church have a certified Christian financial counselor among their congregation, even on a volunteer basis. I've already heard from pastors who have said this would fit perfectly in our benevolence ministry so that they have someone designated in their church to care for those who are struggling financially and to do it through a biblical worldview. So if a pastor has someone who has significant debt or struggles budgeting, he has a person to send the individual that struggles with debt and can help them discover and pursue God's design for for money. So if somebody's asking for financial help for the church, they are able to provide something far greater than just financial assistance. Yeah, that's really important. Art, I know you have a significant vision in this area. You know, a lot of churches have stewardship ministries. They might even have financial coaches. But this perhaps could take that to a whole nother level as we imagine a day where churches across the nation have uh, certified counselors ready to go. I mean, that would be a game changer, wouldn't it? Without question, it provides a level of trustworthiness for these individuals and that uh, that help others with their with their finances so that they know that they are meeting with somebody who has been whose knowledge has been validated they've been through a rigorous program and so the words that are coming out of mouth the suggestions that they provide they can they can trust yeah no doubt about that all right art how can someone find out more about becoming a certified christian financial counselor or getting help from one Yeah, it's really easy. You just go to ChristianFinancialHealth.com. Once again, that's ChristianFinancialHealth.com. That will take you to the Institute for Christian Financial Health, and you will see the certification program as soon as you jump onto that website. Mm, Art, uh, this is on the heart of God. We see it clearly in Scripture, and I know there's huge implications for God's people being aligned with His purposes in this area of money, isn't there? Absolutely. Well, Art, I'm so glad you've taken the initiative on this. Unfortunately, we're out of time today, but we'll continue talking about the Certified Christian Financial Counselor and how you can be either involved with one, you can engage one in your situation, or become one if this is an area of ministry you're interested in. MoneyWise contributor Art Rayner and founder of Christian Money Solutions has been with us today. Again, to learn more, visit ChristianFinancialHealth.com. Your calls are next, 800-525-7000. We'll be right back.
What's most important to you when it comes to choosing your financial advisor? Someone who's aligned with your biblical values? How about someone who will take the time to explain your options in plain English? Certified Kingdom Advisors are professionals who meet high standards in competence and integrity and have been trained to offer biblical financial advice. To find a Certified Kingdom Advisor in your area, visit MoneyWise.org and click the link that says Find a CKA. That's MoneyWise.org. Investing is more than just returns. It's an expression of who you are and what you value. Does the way you invest your money reflect your identity as a Christian? At Eventide, we design investments for performance and a better world, so you can invest with a confidence to reach your financial goals while remaining true to your Christian values and commitments. We call this investing that makes the world rejoice. More is available at investeventide.com. That's investeventide.com. Welcome back to Money Wise. I'm Rob West. This is the program where the 2300 verses on money and possessions found in God's Word intersect with today's financial decisions and choices. The number to get in on the conversation, 800-525-7000. 800-525-7000. And let's head back to the phones, Berwyn, Illinois. Philip, thanks for your call, sir. Go right ahead. Ten years ago, I I helped someone purchase a house with my name on and I was told that after three years, my name would be released, and it hasn't happened. So I figured, what are some avenues that I can take to possibly encourage this person to refinance, to have my name removed, or that I can legally take to help in that area? Yeah. Well, it's very easy to get out of a deed um, through a quit claim deed. Not so easy to get out of a mortgage. So was the intention as it was communicated to you that they would refinance this property and take you off of the mortgage at some period of time? Uh, I don't know. Initially, I don't know how it was going to happen, but my name was released. But now as I'm looking, calling the bank, they say that the only way it can happen is if they refinance and have me removed, or or if the other party refinances, or if they sell the property, and yeah, yeah, yeah that's ex- that's exactly right. Uh, so there really is no recourse here in this situation, and unfortunately, Philip, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you know this is why the Bible is so clear on not co-signing. I mean, it's really black and white, uh, because what we know is that we're changing the relationship there. And the Federal Trade Commission tells us that, uh, well, 50% of the time when we co-sign, the person who's co-signing for the other party that can't qualify without them is uh, 50% of the time going to have to take uh, responsibility and either make the payments uh, by paying it off or keeping it current uh, to prevent damage to their own credit because the reason the person couldn't get the mortgage in the first place, despite their best intentions moving forward, perhaps, is they just simply didn't have the financial wherewithal to do it. So uh, I think the thing for you to do now is to uh, sit down and have a, a conversation with them to say, you know, here you know, was our conversation originally. This was the plan. Uh, can we move forward with that plan right now to get me off the mortgage, which means essentially if they want to stay in the house, they're going to have to refinance it. And unfortunately, it's going to be at a much higher interest rate today than it would have been or that they probably have uh, from three years ago. So that's a, a negative. So even though, you know, the balance is going to be lower with that higher interest rate, they may come out with an even higher payment. Um, but really, 
really it's going to come down to them being willing to refinance it or sell it. And I think your kind gesture, unfortunately, is coming back to you, uh, you know, and you're going to have to find out what they're willing to do. But I think this starts with you sitting down with them and just having a frank conversation, uh, you know, in love, just to say this was our plan, this has not happened, and we need to move toward getting me off of this. We can't just let this go indefinitely and, and see where they want to go from here. But unless you have some sort of legal agreement or something in writing, you really don't have any recourse because you signed your name to this loan and therefore the lender is going to continue to make you responsible for it unless it's refinanced or paid off. Thank Does that you. make sense? Yeah, you're very welcome, Philip. And man, I wish I had uh, better news for you today. I know that's uh, probably frustrating, but uh, we'll just ask the Lord to give you some wisdom as you navigate that and perhaps go before you as you have that conversation. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, D, thanks for your patience. Go ahead. I was wondering if um, it's possible to put IRA or Roth IRA money into an I-bond. It's not, unfortunately. You can't put qualified money, D, into an I-bond. So it would only be cash, and it's going to have to come from a checking or a savings account. Um, so you would have to, in the case of the Roth, pull the money out, which you can you know, pull out tax-free if you're over 59 and a half. At any point, you can pull out up to your original contributions. But I wouldn't recommend that because the benefit of the I-bond is very attractive right now, but that's probably short-lived as opposed to the Roth where you can continue to get the tax-free growth for as long as it's in there. And if you don't need it, you can just let it go. And especially with the Roth, you don't have the required minimum. So unfortunately, no, you can't put that uh, qualified money into the I-bond. And I probably would not take it out. I'd be looking for money that is sitting in cash that's not earmarked for emergencies to be able to use for the I-bonds. Okay, um, one more question. Um, what about a home equity line of credit? Would that be um, wise to get a home equity line of credit and put 10000 from that into the I-bond? Mm. Yeah, I would indeed, um, mainly because the home equity line of credit, I mean, rates have gone up uh, pretty significantly. That HELOC is going to have a variable rate, which means as interest rates head up, it's going to continue to go up. Um, and I, I don't like borrowing money to invest anyway, even though this has a high degree of safety because it's backed by the U.S. government. Keep in mind that 9.6%, uh, it will adjust and it will likely adjust down. It'll still be attractive, but not attractive enough for you to have that money on loan against your home with a variable rate that's headed up. And it's probably starting, you know, north of five and a half, perhaps 6%, uh, right out of the gate. So, I would not use a home equity line of credit for an I-bond. All right. Well, thank you so very much. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, God bless you. We appreciate your call. Tina and Ford Payne, I've got just a minute left. How can I help you? Uh, yes. Well, I'm wanting to get some kind of retirement started for my husband. He's 52, and he hasn't got any kind of retirement. Um, and he may be trying to semi-retire 55 and, you know, do a side job and stuff, but sure. how can we is get him a, invested? Yeah, Tina, is he a W-2 employee or is he a, a, a contractor, self-employed? Yes, a W-2. I mean, W-2. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the challenge. If he doesn't have a plan uh, available uh, with, as a W-2 employee, I mean, of course he can put 7000 in an IRA, but how much are you looking to, to put away for over a year? 
Um, maybe five thousand or something. I mean, okay, yeah. So if it's under seven, I would say use an IRA, either a traditional IRA or a Roth, would be a great way for him to get some additional money、uh, going toward retirement. You can open that at any custodian. I'd probably look at one of the robo advisors, Charles Schwab Intelligent Portfolios or Betterment, and you'll want to open an individual retirement account. And you and your husband can each put away. Seven thousand dollars. We appreciate your call. Well, before we run today, I want to ask you about how you think about money. Do you control how you spend it, save it, and give it, or does it seem to control you? Well, every day we talk about what the Bible has to say about money and how important it is to have a plan for how we manage it. If you haven't already done so, let me recommend that you check out the free MoneyWise app and let it help you get started on building a plan and working that plan so you control your money rather than it controlling you. You can find links to it on our website at MoneyWise.org. I'm Rob West. Many thanks to our amazing broadcast team and to you for listening. I hope you'll join us again next time right here on MoneyWise. Moneywise is provided by Moneywise Media and listeners like you.